Wait, you really thought the Miami Hurricanes were finished in the transfer portal? Not even close. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alum, longtime radio pre- and post-game host on the Miami Hurricanes radio network. Thank you guys so much for making Locked on Canes your first Miami Hurricanes listen each and every day. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts. Transfer Portal keeps on giving for Miami. And you notice a lot of whining by rival fans. They're whining about NIL. They are whining about the Ruiz family. They're whining about the players coming into the portal through football and basketball. That's right. We have basketball developments as well. But let's start with the football team. Miami adds a fifth transfer who started at their previous stop just on the defense alone. Mario Cristobal and company are trying to reinvent and revolutionize a defense that was less than average in the ACC a year ago and actually in the hundreds in a lot of statistical categories. The latest arrival is a linebacker. Oh, that's music to my ears. Former UCLA linebacker Caleb Johnson winds up in Miami in the transfer portal. He announced his commitment on Friday. Caleb was debating between Miami and the Texas Longhorns. He ends up following his former teammate Mitchell Agude to the U. And as these players do nowadays, he announced his commitment on social media. And man... Caleb Johnson had one of those sick edits. I'm telling you, the graphics people who work with some of these high school and college players who transfer are better than some of the graphics people who actually work for professional <laughs> sports teams. He, he, he's he got himself photoshopped wearing the number 40 in a Miami jersey. I don't know for sure if that's the number he's going to wear at Miami. Maybe it is the number that they promised him. And he's got the word committed plastered all over it. This is so important, guys, on two fronts, okay? Miami needs linebackers. Uh, that group was probably the thinnest and arguably alongside the offensive line last year, certainly on the defensive side, the weakest unit on the football team a year ago. They've already upgraded the coaching in a big way, having Charlie Strong come in to coach your linebackers, and now you get someone who you can plug and play immediately, probably going to be a starter, heavy rotation guy if not, so Caleb Johnson played the last two seasons for the UCLA Bruins, 89 tackles in those two years, seven TFL, five and a half sacks during that span, also had an interception, and he recovered a fumble. And yeah, you have got to hope, uh, even though we don't have a turnover chain anymore, <laughs> I want to make that very clear. Mario Cristobal has done away with the turnover chain of the Manny Diaz, Mark Richt regime. But yeah, you have to hope that the takeaways are happening. Uh, so and actually, this will be the third different university that Caleb Johnson has played for because he was initially a junior college player. Uh, he arrived at UCLA from Fullerton Community College a couple years ago, was the number five overall JUCO player nationally for the class of 2020. And it's interesting how the University of Miami has now become a uh, it just they've built a pipeline from UCLA players over the last couple of years. Jalen Phillips 
came over from UCLA just a couple years ago and had a huge impact in his final season at Miami, found his way into the first round of the NFL draft, was an 18th overall pick by the Miami Dolphins, had a good rookie year last year. Uh, Miami has also added defensive lineman Mitchell Agude, who's expected to have an immediate impact at the U. And now you add Caleb Johnson, who again is expected to have an immediate impact at Miami. And my friends, this has been a crazy four days, right? We devoted our show this past Thursday. We talked all about the arrival of Akeem Mesador on the defensive line. He can play tackle or end but he'll probably be looked at as an end pass rusher at the University of Miami. He played mostly tackle last year at West Virginia. That was an impact arrival and a player who's going to have uh, probably a starting role and an immediate impact at Miami. And I think Miami got another one here with Caleb Johnson from UCLA. This is so important because linebacker for Miami, unfortunately, has been a weakness for the last couple of years ever since uh, Pinckney and McLeod, who were staples at that linebacker core for five years at Miami, when they moved on to the NFL, that group has simply not been the same ever since. And you're adding somebody who can really have an impact here. So Miami has added five power five defensive starters via the transfer portal already this offseason. So Caleb Johnson, he arrives after a good day. Uh, the aforementioned Akeem Mesador, another player from West Virginia, was defensive back Daryl Porter, and uh, USC defensive lineman Jake Lichtenstein, who we've talked a lot about. So between USC and UCLA, the Pac-12 is coming over to the ACC, baby. The Pac-12 is coming right over. So Miami's defense is getting an overhaul. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch this fall. As you have Caleb Johnson now joining players like Corey Flagg and Wayman Steed, who were the starting linebackers by the end of the year, uh, Ryan Ragoni, Tyler Johnson, Chase Smith, Keontre Smith. And now there is um, unfortunate news, and I, I hope this young man is okay. And I, I know he's been through some trauma. This hit the news over the weekend. So uh, Miami Hurricanes, true freshman linebacker, who's one of the crown jewels in this recruiting class, Wesley Besaint, he was injured in a car crash uh, on Friday evening. Uh, he was not driving. He was the passenger. Uh, this turned out to be a deadly accident, unfortunately. It happened, uh, you know, for those of you listening who are from South Florida, you know the area. This happened on Ives Dairy Road, North Miami-Dade. Um, and unfortunately, a 52-year-old man was killed during this crash. Um, so we don't we don't know the extent of the injury. Um, discussions online have I you know I, I probably shouldn't even give that credence because I, I don't know if any of these people online know or if they're speculating. You know, also when this accident first came about. You had a lot of people out there, you know, speculating that, you know, he might have caused this accident or, you know, he turns out he wasn't even driving the car. He was a passenger. So this is one of those things where, again, I, I don't want to speculate as to how severe it was. If he has to miss any time, extensive time, this is this is in God's hands. It's out of any of our control. And all we can do right now is. Pray, pray for him, pray for his family, and pray for the families of, of those who were seriously affected by this. As, you know, there was one death, and potentially, uh, from what I've heard, the Besaint, you know, 
injuries that he picked up or not, you know, anything life-threatening or career-threatening. And we certainly will pray that that is the case. But you got to hope that uh, that the families of those affected and the families of the man who lost his life, that they can find some peace and they can find some meaning out of all this because this sounds like an all-out tragedy. So I don't know at what point or how much Wesley Besaint is going to impact Miami on the field this year. Uh, but still, Miami gets some serious reinforcement at that linebacker position. When we come back, we have to have a conversation about NIL and the way Miami's success with name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal is rattling cages outside of this program. And basketball also picked up a big fish as well. We'll get to that. But we have to talk about Built Bar. Guys, Built Bar has helped me so much in my transformation, my health and fitness renaissance. I've been able to replace my unhealthy candy bars with great tasting, nutrition-packed Built Bars. Have you tried their new Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. And yes, you can taste the difference, my friends. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. I love the cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, the banana cream pie. That might be my favorite. It's so good. These are going to become your new favorites. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, the Puffs included 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these like I did. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. You can go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart. You're going to be blown away, guys. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories only, just four grams of sugar, only four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar. Dozens of net carbs. Not good, my friends. Built Bar, you can get great flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. New for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Oh, that's so good. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they're going to make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. Because at Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they find out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And the other part of my fitness journey is coming with the help of Athletic Greens. Guys, I wanted better gut health. I wanted better energy was a big one. And I wanted to combat aging the best way possible. I hated taking all those pills and vitamins every day. Now I've been on AG1 from Athletic Greens for the past few months, and I can feel the difference, okay? It doesn't taste like it's super healthy either. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning, guys. So what is this stuff? With just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. That's pretty much all the things, guys. 
I take AG1 first thing in the morning. I look forward to it. I'm not a big breakfast eater. So for me, AG1, that's like my breakfast. And I've turned some family members on to this as well. It's really helped me with my energy throughout the day and with my digestion. You know, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. You just need to put one scoop in water every day. It's so awesome. It is time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to send a huge shout out to everybody who makes Locked on Canes a part of your life each and every day. And thank you for spreading the word. We've been growing a ton. Uh, it's been now 25 days since I took over this show. Uh, Locked on Canes had been on hiatus for a couple of years. We are back. We are better than ever. Uh, we have over 11,000 downloads just this month in the month of April. And as we continue to grow, make sure you tell your friends, if you have anyone in your life who is interested in Miami football, Miami basketball, even Miami baseball, and they might be interested in listening to daily podcasts, just let them know. You can find us here on Locked on Canes. And make sure you guys follow us on Twitter as well, at Locked on Canes. You notice this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When you have this much noise from rival fans and from prominent people who cover college football, complaining about what Miami is doing with their name, image, and likeness deals, and just complaining about the sheer volume of high-end talent they're bringing in in the transfer portal, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> when you're starting to rattle cages like this, you know you're doing something right. And we talked about the Caleb Johnson arrival in the transfer portal, which is big for the football team because you need linebackers, and this guy is an experienced, proven linebacker, a Pac-12 starter out of UCLA. That wasn't even the biggest NIL deal that the Miami Hurricanes athletic department made this week. So Miami, the basketball team, brings in transfer from Kansas State, Nigel Pack. Now, what's making big news about this, and this guy is going to have big impact on the court for Jim Laranega's team, uh, six-foot guard. Um, he was ranked number two overall in the CBS Sports Transfer Portal rankings, considered one of the best shooters available. 45.5% of his shots made last year, including 43.6% of his threes, also getting 3.8 rebounds, 2.2 assists per game. He was all Big 12 first team at Kansas State last year. So this is this is a quality addition to Jim Laranega's program. But what's really making news about Nigel Pack's arrival is the deal that he signed with LifeWallet. Now, LifeWallet, that's the new company by big-time Miami booster and name, image, and likeness provider, John Ruiz. The, Ru the Ruiz family owns LifeWallet, and Nigel Pack is getting a two-year, $800,000 NIL deal with LifeWallet, and he was also promised a car. 
as part of the deal. Now, it, it has been noted that, you know, NIL deals, of course, they're legal now. Players are able to profit all over the country, not just at Miami. <laughs> all over the country, NCAA athletes are able to now profit from their name, images, and likeness. And there are some big businesses across America that are stepping up to uh, to use their money in this way to help athletic departments from various big college teams. Uh, but people do consider this, I guess, to be kind of unusual uh, that the terms of the deal were released at the time of his signing, and that's that's raised a lot of eyebrows. Like, what what is Miami doing? Why is Miami breaking the wheel and and redoing the system here? So, yeah, it's flashy. A two year, eight hundred thousand dollar deal with Life Wallet, and it's creating buzz and responses like this. So. <laughs> And we talk about um, people who root for and cover rival teams are starting to get really upset about what Miami is doing. Ira Schofel is the managing editor at Warchant.com, which covers the Florida State Seminoles. Now, remember, about a week ago, Warchant.com was reporting Amarius Mims to Florida State, who ended up sticking with Georgia, so... Warchant took a big L about a week ago. I'm just throwing that out there, okay? But Ira Schofel from Warchant, I guess he stopped licking his wounds from the uh, the bad reporting on Amarius Mims, and now he's attacking Miami for other things. He says, whether or not the NCAA ever steps in, the situation with UM and the Ruiz family of LifeWallet is going to be interesting to watch. With the money he's investing, it probably won't be long before he's firing and hiring coaches and ADs if they're not winning with the players he is acquiring. Now, first part of it, and, and I'm not, this is not even a commentary on what Schofel said there, but he says whether or not the NCAA ever steps in. I don't necessarily think he's talking about, as some people interpret it, as like the NCAA stepping in and saying Miami is just. Too much, too much, Miami. You're misusing NIL. We're gonna, we're gonna cut your, uh, you know, we're gonna cut you off at the knees here. I think what he's saying is whether or not the NCAA ever steps in in terms of regulation, because when name, image, and likeness was legalized and fully embraced less than a year ago, a lot of folks were expecting the NCAA to come out with a lot more guidelines and restrictions. They didn't. It's essentially the wild, wild west. There's no salary cap on it. There's no monetary cap on it. You know, there are certain guidelines in place to try to prevent it to becoming a direct pay for play, right? Because you go through these companies directly, not through the university. So this is Life Wallet. Like when Life Wallet, which is obviously the biggest NIL provider for the University of Miami, they're not the only one, right? We've talked about Dan Lambert from American Top Team. There are certain local businesses like the Wharf Restaurant, which had an NIL deal with De'Ara King last year. So there are many others that step up who aren't talked about as much because they're just not they're not spending nearly the amount that the Ruiz family and Life Wallet are spending. Uh, but they have to go directly through these players and NIL agents. They don't go through the university. So the university gets to kind of keep themselves a little bit removed from this process. Right. But the NCAA doesn't do a whole lot. There's not a monetary cap. There's not a salary cap about it. Um, listen, I, you know, he's he's bringing up a potential slippery slope. If you give if you give NIL investors this much influence 
Are they going to have influence over hirings and firings? I would argue the Ruiz family has already had influence over hirings, and I think this was a very good thing because I don't think Mario Cristobal would be at Miami right now if not for businesses like LifeWallet being able and willing to step in and becoming such big-time benefactors uh, for the University of Miami football program. But let's not pretend this is just a Miami thing. Miami happens to be a little bit ahead of the curve because it's a big city and there's a lot of money in Miami. That gives places like Miami and Los Angeles, which are big cities with big-time college football teams, advantages over smaller towns like Tuscaloosa and Tallahassee and Gainesville, a city like Miami is going to have advantages over places like this. So listen, I, you know, he's, he's projecting pretty far here into the future. Um, you know, I don't know if we're going to reach a point where they're directly influencing firings in the athletic department, but if that happens in certain places, it's not only going to be at Miami. I also saw some salty people out there asking these ridiculous questions like, well, who is this Ruiz guy? Where did he come from? I don't know anything about this guy. I, I don't know where he made this money. Is this money even real? Take five seconds and Google the man. It's not that difficult. I Googled John Ruiz just this morning, and there's plenty available on the interwebs about how this guy became a billionaire. You know what Ruiz's estimated net worth is? Over $20 billion. Billion with a B, Dr. Evil, $20 billion. He's a, a trial attorney. He founded MSP Recovery. That's a law firm specializing in Medicare litigation. Uh, his firm has an estimated value of $32.6 billion. Ruiz owns 70% of it, which has been valued over $20 billion. Life Wallet, which is... The, uh, the new product, the vehicle for these NILs, because the players that they sign to these NIL deals are advertising for LifeWallet. And there are commercials that are out there. Those who live in South Florida have probably seen them. There's one that's been airing recently with Tyler Van Dyke and a female athlete, I believe, from the volleyball team who act together in this commercial. So LifeWallet is their new product that enables healthcare providers to more easily access a person's medical history before treatment. It's described as empowering people to take control of your health by allowing you access to your own medical and prescription information, uh, by allowing you to store all that information in one place instead of having to request them one by one from providers when you need them, which honestly, that's pretty darn good product because uh, I've had to provide medical information to people before, and I've had to go to separate medical porter portals and compile it from five or six different places. LifeWallet is actually a great idea. And so the Ruiz family, this was back in January. John Ruiz promised uh, that LifeWallet has set aside $10 million for NIL deals, and they have been distributing this money ever since. So the Reese family is not a mystery. Just because you guys, some of you might be too lazy to Google it or you don't know enough about this community to realize who these people are. They have been around. Their fortune is well noted. This man himself is worth over $20 billion. So let's not pretend that John Ruiz is just like a figment of our imagination that we conjured uh, just to create all this money for the Miami football program. So listen, Miami ahead of the curve on name, image, and likeness, uh, and they are working that advantage right now. 
And we're going to talk more this week, by the way. I want to let you guys know, have a really great guest lined up for Wednesday. I would have had him on today, but he's finishing up a vacation. This is worth waiting for. Dan Lust is an attorney at law. He's a sports attorney. He deals with things like high-profile name, image, and likeness cases. Dan Lust is going to join us on Wednesday's show to talk a little bit more because, listen, guys, I don't speak legalese. I speak English only. (laughs) A little bit of Italian as well, but I do not speak legalese. Dan Lust is an attorney, and he's going to join us on Wednesday's show to explain the ins and outs of name, image, and likeness. And I'll ask him flat out, does he think Miami is pushing the envelope a little too much? Like, does he think that Miami might end up burning themselves here with the way that they're playing this NIL game? I'm, I'm going to ask someone who is an expert on the topic. Attorney at law, Dan Lust, is going to join us on Wednesday's show. But today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. I had a really good weekend, guys, with the basketball playoffs, some hockey games, because BetOnline.net, they give me so much great information. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the start of the Major League Baseball season, hockey playoffs coming up. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. I'm telling you guys, you get so much great info on the trends and on the analytics. If you try to do this by yourself, you're going to get burned. Let BetOnline help you. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends at action. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's going to be a great week here on Locked on Canes. It's been a fun Monday episode already. So I mentioned uh, attorney at law Dan Lust is going to join us midweek to talk a lot more about NIL and whether Miami has taken it too far. And I don't know what his answer is going to be. My answer is no, they're not taking it too far. But I'm going to ask a lawyer what he thinks. We're also going to have a weekly recruiting segment with our friend John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated. We're going to have a former Miami Hurricanes player on Friday. And, wow, we got rave reviews for Darren Smith, one of the great linebackers in the history of the University of Miami. Darren Smith joined us last Friday. Um, Thank you guys for listening to that. Um, We actually had at least one new five-star review on Apple Podcasts that specifically mentioned, one of you, how much you loved the Darren Smith interview. So, that, that really made me feel good, uh, and it made me feel good for Darren because he's an inspirational guy. We talked about it in the interview. He's been a team chaplain for the Miami Dolphins and a lot of other you know local teams in town. He's just he's a really great, strong man of faith, and he's an inspirational guy. He's such a positive influence, Darren Smith. So uh, I encourage you guys to, uh, to follow him on all of his social media platforms, and we're going to have him back on the show. So uh, we're going to have another Hurricanes player yet to be determined, but it's going to be somebody you guys know uh, who's going to join us Friday because we love to bring on the former Canes each and every Friday. So this is a uh, this is a good recap of the past week in the transfer portal. Uh, Adam Lichtenstein from the South Florida Sun Sentinel, who I do not believe is related to Jake, the new defensive lineman at the University of Miami. I, uh, there's no relation there. But he says, uh, been a big couple of days for the transfer portal's Coral Gables stop. Uh, he notes within the last week, 
Akeem Mesidor, who we devoted an episode to last week, and Caleb Johnson, who we talked about in this episode, new defensive lineman, new linebacker to the football team, the aforementioned Nigel Pack for the men's basketball team, and the women's basketball team scored big as well. Haley and Hannah Cavender, who I believe are twins. I was looking at uh, photos from their commitment. I think that's awesome. Haley and Hannah Cavender for the women's basketball team, they are very highly touted, so... Wow, we are seeing programs transformed. And of course, in football, Miami has brought in, I think, 10 players now through the portal, five of which could be starters at least. That's just on the defensive side of it because Henry Parrish could be a starter on offense as well. So Miami is bringing in, uh, you know, about a dozen impact players in football. And in basketball, it only takes a couple to transform a program. Right. I mean, you bring in two impact players on the women's team, one impact player so far for the men's team, and that could completely change the complexion of your starting five and your rotation for next year. So a lot of big things happening in Coral Gables. Transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. Oh, salt. There's a lot of salt out there, guys. A lot of the rival fans don't want to see Miami have this kind of success. We are going to talk more about it this week. So huge thank you to everyone who makes Locked on Canes your first Miami Hurricanes listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.